Hello, Word Nerds, and welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. This is my podcast. Thank you for listening and joining me. Uh, I am recording this in the morning, so I am taking advantage of the lower tones of my voice that I cannot usually get to. Uh, I don't usually record in the morning. Let's see how long I can keep this up. You probably hate this. The first word for this episode is attenuator. Uh, or attenuator. Yeah, it's something like that. A-T-T-E-N-U-A-T-O-R. This is a noun from 1924. A device for attenuating especially one for reducing the amplitude of an electrical signal without appreciable distortion. Uh, Yeah, you don't really want distortion if you don't want it. You don't want it because you don't want it. Uh, Next, we have a test, A-T-T-E-S-T. I feel like I'm taking a test talking about all these words. This is a verb from circa 1500. We'll start with the transitive uh, definitions. 1A. To affirm to be true or genuine, specifically to authenticate by signing as a witness. 1b. To authenticate officially. 2. To establish or verify the usage of. 3. Sorry while I scratch my nose. Number 3. To be proof of. Synonym is manifest, as in her record. Uh, where'd it go? Her record attests her integrity. Number four, to put on oath. Now we have the intransitive definition that looks like there's just one. To bear witness, synonym is testify, as in attest to a belief. And we have a synonym at the end. It says, uh, see the word certify. Attestation is a noun. I think that's how it's pronounced. Attestation, yep. And attester is also a noun. And the etymology says this is from Middle French attester, from Latin attestari, which is from ad plus testis, which means witness. And there's more at the word testament. Now we have the word attic, A-T-T-I-C. This is a noun from circa 1696. One, a low story or wall above the main order of a facade in the classical styles. Number two. A room behind an attic. What? So an attic is behind an attic? They couldn't have come up with another word for that room behind an attic? I love those secret rooms. It's not a secret room, but, you know, attics are cool and weird and rooms behind them, those are cool and weird. I don't know. Number three, a room or a space immediately below the roof of a building. Synonym is garret, G-A-R-R-E-T. Number four, something resembling an attic, as in being used for storage. Uh, yeah. Now we have uh, attic again. Uh, oh, wait, no, there is uh, there's a little bit of etymology. Uh, it is French attique with a Q-U-E at the end, which is from Attica with a capital A, uh, which is from the Latin atticus. Uh, so I, of Attica, Attic means of Attica, is Attica a, a te- oh, you know what? That's a little sneak peek into what's coming up. You're going to learn about that a little bit more. All right, now we have the first form of Attic with a capital A. This is an adjective from 1599. One, 
of relating to or having the characteristics of Athens or its ancient civilization. Number two, marked by simplicity, purity, and refinement, as in an Attic prose style. And the etymology says this is Latin Atticus, which it means of Attica, which is from the Greek word Atticos, which is from the word Attike or Attiki, which means Attica, Greece. So Attica is in Greece. Um, and I know that the first definition in the previous word Attic uh, had to do with the facade in the classical style. Um, you know, so that's that's the original. It sounds like that's the original definition of the word Attic. Uh, they, you know, they use them in their old architecture, but I still don't fully understand where, how it's connected to the town Attica. Was that the first place uh, that they named it? I don't know. Uh, all right, so we finished that. Now we are going to move on to the second form of Attic with a capital A. This is a noun from circa 1771, a dialect of ancient Greek originally used in Attica, and later, the literary language of the Greek-speaking world. Uh, so it's a dialect of ancient Greek. Attic. I didn't know that, obviously. Now we have uh, Atticism. Atticism. Uh, they just added an I-S-M at the end of the word Attic. Uh, it is a noun, and it is often capitalized. It is from 1593. One, a witty or well-turned phrase. Number two, a characteristic feature uh, that's not the way you say that, a characteristic feature of Attic Greek occurring in another language or dialect. So when you're talking about the Attic dialect, you'd say Attic Greek, I guess. Those don't flow very well together, unfortunately. Not in English, at least. A characteristic feature of Attic Greek occurring in another language or dialect. That's what that one says. Now we have the word attire. Uh, it is what you wear. It is not the thing on your car. It is the first form. It is a transitive verb from the 14th century. To put garments on. Synonyms are dress and array. Especially to clothe in fancy or rich garments. I never attire of hearing people talk about attire. Uh, let's see. Etymology says this is from Anglo-French. Atterrer, which means to equip, equip, there was a P there, uh, or prepare, or attire, from A plus tire, which means to order or rank. And I'm guessing because that was Latin or French. I don't know how they pronounce tire, T-I-R-E. Is it tire? Uh, is it pronounced some other way? Uh, but that means, again, order, rank. Uh, it is of Germanic origin, and it is akin to the Old English a tier, T-I-R, with an accent over the I, which means glory or ornament. Now we have the second form of attire. It is a noun from the 14th century. So this is probably what you are attiring yourself with. You attire yourself with attire uh, when you're attired, you just got out of bed. Number one, synonyms are dress and clothes, especially splendid or decorative clothing. Number two, the antlers or antlers and scalp of a stag or buck. Uh, so that flowed very strangely. It is the antlers or antlers and scalp of a stag or buck. They call that the attire, I guess. Now we have attitude. This is a noun from 1668. One, 
the arrangement of the parts of a body or figure. Synonym is posture. Number two, a position assumed for a specific purpose, as in a threatening attitude. I just love saying the word attitude. I don't know why. Number three, a ballet position assumed for a specific purpose. No, we skipped a line or we went back a line. Number three, a, a ballet position similar to the arabesque in which the raised leg is bent at the knee. 4A, a mental position with regard to a fact or state, as in a helpful attitude. 4B, a feeling or emotion toward a fact or state. 5. The position of an aircraft or spacecraft determined by the relationship between its axes and a reference datum as the horizon horizon jeez what how what as the horizon or a particular star. Uh, yeah, if you look down uh, out at the horizon, uh, you might see a ship. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that's where the sun, the sun rays, uh, the sun rays happens at the horizon. Number six, an organismic state of readiness to respond in a characteristic way to a stimulus, as an ad, uh, as an what? Uh, man, I keep on skipping lines. I even put my finger here to help me, but it's not helping. Um, okay, let's try six again. An organismic state of readiness to respond in a characteristic way to a stimulus as an object, concept, or situation. I think I get more confused when I record in the mornings because uh, I'm tired, I guess. 7a, a negative or hostile state of mind. Oh, I don't like that kind of attitude. Please keep your negative and hostile attitude away from me. I shall, I shall ban you from my bubble. Uh, 7b, a cool, cocky, defiant, or arrogant manner. Uh, all right. That is attitude. Oh, we got some uh, etymology. Uh, this is French. And it's from the Italian, attitudine, which literally means aptitude with an A-P-T at the front. Uh, and this is from Latin aptitudine or aptitudo, which means fitness. Ooh, let's do some fitnessing. Uh, and there's more at the word aptitude. We have one more word for this episode. It is attitudinal. No, geez. Attitudinal. A T T I T U D I N A L. I think I got so excited to say the word attitudinal that I said it wrong. Uh, this is an adjective from 1831 relating to based on or expressive of personal attitudes or feelings. And uh, as in attitudinal judgment. Attitudinally is an adverb. How many syllables does that have? Attitudinally. Six syllables. Uh, that's a lot. The etymology says this is from attitude plus the suffix I-N-A-L, inal, um, as in aptitudinal. Uh, and it's from Latin aptitudin or aptitudo, two words that we saw before. And that's it. And that's the end of the etymology. That's the end of the definition. That is almost the end of the episode we are going to pick, um, I liked, I liked attitude, but I think I'm going to pick, uh, the, one of the attic words. Which one? Well, I can just say one. Well, no, the other one has a capital. Uh, let's just pick the word attic with no capitalization as the word of the episode. 
maybe I can see if I can find a cool picture of a creepy old attic. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye.